For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. The podcast. <laughs> Very many Monday chunkies. I'm Carter and I was ready. I'm Doge. I'm Jordan and I'm always ready. <laughs> What's going to be funny is like, I thought I was so on point. This is going to be the time <laughs> that I was like, the most off. Uh, you know what I think might might have been on point though is let's jump straight into our finale yes. for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We are already two shows completed in the MCU universe. Crazy. Television shows, crazy. Two very different. Um, if if I'm taking the average of both, I think we're in good shape for for the MCU. And with Loki on the horizon, I mean, come on, like Ooh, we're boy. We're in really good shape. But uh, our final episode uh, did something that sometimes I, f- I feel like I had regretted other finales of shows don't, especially those that are pretty action-oriented. It yeah. just jumped straight into it. It felt oh, like this went time. immediately into pretty much an action set piece that probably took up about 85% of these 51 minutes or so. Yeah, as so, it should have. Uh, feels like the very first thing that we should talk about doesn't matter because it's the first thing I want to talk about is yeah, our, you're in charge. our suit introduction. Yeah, so, let's talk about the suit. Let's talk about Cap's new suit. It's a 9.5 out of 10 okay. for Jordan. And it it lost the 0. 0.5 because I hate that his ears stick out the side yes. of his visor. Yes. Yes, yes, very much. Every other thing about that suit is so dope. I know. It It looks amazing. It is the, uh, that's canon though, right? Like, isn't that how the suit looks? Let's go ahead and let's change canon to keep those ears covered. Well, sure. That's that's basically like, this is a very faithful recreation of the suit from the comics. The notable differences in the comics, the the wings are like underarm wings, like a wingsuit, a flying squirrel. I like, I think it's a great decision to keep them. Big boy wings. I agree. Big giant metal, probably vibranium wings. Actually, I mean, because a helicopter did bounce off for of him. Sure, vibranium. Dude, big time, a helicopter bounced off of him. It just. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, Anthony Mackie's a really good looking guy, like a very good yeah. looking guy. If I could look half as good as Anthony Mackie, I would look twice as good as I look now. Nice. <laughs> but the ears sticking out really just makes you go. <laughs> Man, how do you hear anything with ears that small? Dude, Stop. his ears are so small. Stop. Please, I and don't I want to think about it anymore. They're not. They're like regular. They look proportionate to his face, except Until when you isolate them. On. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, huh? Those Here's are what we need those, to do. That's what you hear with, huh? Good thing falcons are primarily visual creatures. There are. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately in the MCU, there's a lot of really gifted doctors out there. Let's just yeah. get somewhere between... <laughs> Wyatt Russell 
and <laughs> and Anthony Mackie for these Falcon ears. But yeah, you don't typically hear I got ears like a hawk. You know? <laughs> yeah, small, sure. small, sure. unnoticeable holes in the side of my skull. I was. Um, <laughs> this is something that happened for me when I was watching the Tobey Maguire Spider Mans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that, uh, especially for some of these like villains that were pretty similar to their comic book versions in terms of like what they would wear and stuff. Doc Ock specifically for me was was one that stood out. I uh, have had these moments that I forget action figures that I used to have. Right. I definitely had a Falcon as Captain America, like the new Captain America action figure. Whoa. And it took me straight back to like that. I was like, I remembered the white and I was like, ooh, it even has like the red tint. Wow. Of the glasses and stuff. It was, it was, yeah. It was really (laughs) fun to see that. And we do kind of get, you know, we've had, uh, it was fun to come out of uh, Zillarilla because a lot of that was about introducing something that's going to look really cool. Right. And then what's, what's the, what's the vibe leading up to that? Right. And I feel like kind of getting glimpses of him just a little bit before he gets to obviously cameras like all up in his face. He yeah. gets to stand up, call himself yeah. Captain America, all these kinds of things. Uh, I feel like it was a really good, really good reveal. Carter, um, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to come for your action figure memories. Sam just not, Falcon. Sam did not become Captain America until 2014 in the comics. Whoa! It must have just now, been Falcon. Grown adults are allowed to have action figures. <laughs> that's that's. I'm looking. I have like three or four. I'm looking at them right now. No, 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 no. I'm glad you said this. Oh, it's this one. Never mind. It's not him as Cap, but it is Falcon. But he does have the white, though. It looks. Yeah. Yeah, white and red. That's all I remember. Okay, never mind. Interesting. That's what uh, I had. I love the goggles having like a HUD for him. Yeah, like it Super very much. Super cool. Yep. Also, Red Wings back. Red Wings back. Red Wings back, Double. and Red Wings got a little little brothers or sisters. Some kind of <laughs> other mini drones too. Red Wings been asking Sam for a long time. Some if he have a brother. Sam's family has grown by tiny drones. His Sam. His family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm ready to, if you remember at the end of these, we've only done it once. We've only yeah, had one finale yeah. in the MCU universe for our TV shows. Uh, we we want to super pump the entire series. Yep. Uh, Can I, yeah. Before you do that. Yeah. Apropos of the first appearance of Sam. Oh, yes. I just wanted to say, I love moments in these types of shows and movies that are so cool. They make me giggle. Yeah. When he threw the shield through the window and then dove through that hole and then caught the shield in the air as he flew, that was really awesome. That was Very cool. that was really really that was awesome. really awesome. Very Just cool. even like the uh, seeing the silhouette of like yep. him from above flying with the shield on his back. Yep. It's just really cool. He, they, the show did. I pumped this episode of them doing a good job of making a human Captain America feel capable. Yep. Yeah. I think that's something that's always like, there's a lot of things. And I've seen a handful of articles um, that view the show in a good light, but also are kind of like, it's tough to work against the fact that Chris Evans did such a good job with sure with Cap. Uh, sure, yeah. And so it's, I mean, and they know it's looming and they, they stare that in the face and they say, that's the point. Like we're trying to right. get to a new level and that's not usually easy sometimes but my my super pump for the entire series is 
uh, Wyatt wrestles John Walker. Um, mm. I think this is such an intriguing character. Yep. That ends up being way more involved in this season than I thought he would be. Yep. Um, but obviously getting to the end of it makes total sense why he would be and why that is such an important narrative. But I think uh, his struggle is really important uh, because it's a, it's a struggle that could not happen until phase four. It's, it, this is like a, um, I, I remember when we see, uh, when we meet Michael Keaton's vulture in Spider-Man and they're kind of picking up the ruins of the attack on New York City. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's like, these are, these are the stories that are pointing to, uh, they're blooming at the right time of the season, right? Like right. this has yeah, to right. happen now. And so I really do feel like we might be looking back at Wyatt Russell's John Walker and be like, hey, you know, that was a pretty important turning point for sure. Uh, a lot of uh, redefining what an inner struggle can be of someone who's been watching heroes for a while has the opportunity to be that version of a hero, right? Hero is kind of ill-defined right now. Uh, and and then we get to see him just all over the place. And yep. it feels like, I think they're going to, maybe they're going to do a Thunderbolts team possibly with Val's introduction. So that'll yeah, be fun. My, my money's on setting up a, a kind of Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers kind of vibe. Love it. Uh, yeah. His, Are they suicide squatty? Not really. They're they're a government oper- operation, okay. basically. They're like uh, at various points. Norman Osborn is the one that sort of heads them up and leads the charge. And it's usually in the aftermath of Secret Invasion, uh, the, the big scroll story that we're actually getting a Secret Invasion show on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Amelia Clark just joined the cast this past week. Grats. Um, but yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a Thunderbolts plan in the work. We can bring back William Hurt as Red Hulk and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wyatt Russell um, was almost my super pump, man. He's so freaking good. John Walker's story, his arc this season has been so fun to follow. I love his like kind of redemption at the... Like it's it seems like... I. I've already read a couple people saying that his arc feels like it was out of character, but I think we got him, we watched him in his out of character moment. Like, yeah, I think his track record and the type of person that it seems like he is, the crazy rampage is the out of character moment. And the reversal I totally misread. back to- Yeah, the like the welding of, of his uh, star, like to the back of his shield. I totally misread that as like yeah. an ego thing last right. week in the post. It was a reminder of like a remind. I, I thought it was a reminder of like, I'm the biggest, baddest dude around. I should get to do what I want with this homemade shield. But yep. it, yeah. it really was, I don't know. Remember who you of, are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, like Mufasa in the clouds. Yeah. Dude, but I, I've, I was just, I don't know. I was really moved by the end with, it seems like he, when he faced the moment of stop Carly or save the people. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's tricky. It, it, it felt, I mean, a, a sort of comic booky version of like Mason Dixon from three billboards. Right. Where it's like, you're, you're kind of a bad dude and you did a good thing and that's fine. It doesn't mean you're not a bad dude and it doesn't I quite, think it's the I reverse mean, of that though. I think it's, I think it's, you're a pretty good dude and you just went through a spell where you did kind of a bad thing. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's probably That's a more positive like to me. way to, to look at it. The whole time, I mean, we did get that turn. I did appreciate it. I'm excited to see him more. Uh, 
But in the comics, Battlestar, Battlestar is sort of his voice of reason. Right. And so we don't have that here. Maybe right. it'll be his his partner. Uh, she can be his voice of reason, but I don't know. Like when, when I saw him save the people, I was like, that's great. You killed a dude. You, sure. cut, you yeah. chopped the dude's head off with Captain America's shield and everybody filmed you do it. How is anybody cool with you being here? Um, yep. Side note, I, want, I would change the name of this episode. To what? All day. Yeah. When, when Sam, when she says, give up, stop fighting, and he says, no, I wouldn't make him say, I could do this all day. That's too on the nose. Yeah. Right. But I would change the name of the episode to all day because that is, that is the defining fun. Steve, that is the defining Captain America mentality. Stop fighting. No. <laughs> no. Don't yeah. know how. Um, yeah. And I, I love that. Um, I'm going to super pump for the, the whole season. Go. My super pump is that uh, they went there, quote unquote. Um, my super pump is that this season decided to tackle race both in the MCU, in the history of Marvel, um, and in just kind of the world in general. And I think it did it by and large very um, caringly and lovingly. Um, I thought that, um, man, Isaiah Bradley's story just about brought me to tears this episode. Um, it, I thought it was beautiful. I thought that when Sam landed in front of all the reporters, it was incredible when they changed the name at the end to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Did you guys notice that? I called that when this show was first announced. Yeah. It That's just, awesome. It just, I don't know, man. The, I've read a lot of... Um, a lot of the negative reviews about this show are like, why does everything got to be about race? Mar Mar oh, Marvel did it. They're racist now. Skip this one. Like all this stuff. And it's like, what are you talking about? Look at the world around us. I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't see a world where I get tired of seeing racial representation in superhero movies. Certainly not. Like I, it, every, it makes me so, we've talked about this before. Something about representation makes me so emotional. And I think it is the idea of a kid going, that person looks like me. Yeah. Which I got to do my entire life growing up at every superhero ever. Sure. Um, yeah. And it just makes me, we talked about it last week, the scene where his nephew is like tracing the star on the shield. That one got me emotional. So my, yeah, my super pump is that, this movie kind of just head on tackled a lot of those issues and by and large, from my perspective, did a very thoughtful uh, path to that topic. Yeah. You know, at the end too, when we have him talking to the government officials mm -hmm. uh, for, I mean, three minutes, it, it was a monologue. Like it was yeah. really long, um, but appropriately so. I think one of the, the approaches that I think I appreciated the most of doing this uh, during this show was just, it was blatant. It, it was not trying yep. to, um, I mean, yes, it was done well, right? We're doing this via an art form. And so there has to be some kind of finesse as to the introduction of some of these ideals and that kind of stuff, or at least bringing up some of these things to the surface. Um, but it needed to be just upfront. Like it needed to be not open for interpretation. Like that's, that's not the point. Like it needs to, it needs to say something and it needs to be clear on that. And so, yeah, I think when people have issue with that, um, um, yeah, I'm just like so disappointed. Like I, disappointed I, is a good word. 
yeah, I, I think if I, uh, and I'll say too, especially, I mean, it hurts even more like if it's someone you know, <laughs> that's just like, sure. well, here goes the agenda. And like, what, what makes you think up until now, up until 2021, there wasn't another agenda. You just didn't see it because it was yours. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, right. it's so dumb, man. Like, I'm not going to have that. I, I think I am overall a nice person. Sure. Who wants who wants uh, to love everybody, and I can still love you, but you can piss me off. And if if yeah. people keep if people keep doing that, if people start saying like, "Man, I don't know," it was just too long, or like, I'm already I find myself suiting up, like I find myself right. preparing to because people know we have this podcast, people know I love watching these shows. Someone just trying to poke me, and I I want to be a good representation right. of what I feel like Sam would do right, right in that moment, you know. You can practice against me then. Uh, that sounded really bad. I don't <laughs> yeah, it sounded like you were about to be like, <laughs> I hate representation. <laughs> you can practice on me. No, uh, I I agree completely uh, with everything about um, just the thoughtful handling of the racial conversation uh, in this show. I do think the monologue at the end was a little much for me. I don't know. this This episode... And really the show toward the end felt like kind of the thing that uh, animated movies, particularly DreamWorks movies, are kind of known for. Where it's like, we don't really know how to end our movies, so let's have everybody dance to a pop song. Right. Uh, and that'll trick you into thinking you felt the catharsis of a narrative coming full circle. I think the like, I don't know. The fact that that Sam was able to change the minds of the Global Repatriation Council... We don't know that by, he did by just explaining this to them. I think we're left to I think we're left to assume that he did. But you I know think what that, happens when you assume. Sometimes you're sure, wrong. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I think the story pretty clearly sets up that it's like, oh, this is like he accomplished Carly's goals in a kind way. And it's like, man, I wish that I wish that's the way the world worked. Right? I wish yeah, I wish sure. a black man could explain to a, a group of powerful white people, hey, this is actually what's happening and this is actually what it's like. And they would all go, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. You're right. What should we do next? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's just not. I mean, that that just felt to me a little bit of like, okay, that that's, you know, I'm watching a TV show and it has to end now. So if I may, I also thought it was unrealistic to think that an impassioned speech could change the mind of politicians. So there's that. But... I think the point of it to me and, and why it works for me and why I like it is that was Sam's moment to be Captain America to everyone. Yeah. Like to, to look out for those who are displaced, those who are marginalized and hurt. I don't know. It worked mm -hmm. for me because however ham-fisted or cheesy or unrealistic it was that politicians would listen to me, the yeah. more important thing is that the cameras heard his heart less so that the politicians' minds are actually changed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's valid. I just think that like the speech is important and good and I wouldn't change a single line of it. And I don't even know that I'd change its placement in the story, but it feels like almost kind of we were written into a corner and we needed another 30 minutes to like kind of really wrap everything up. That's actually, uh, we do this once per series. We do a super dump for the show. Yep. That's actually my super dump for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Captain yeah. America and the Winter Soldier is that the story doesn't really end. Uh, it doesn't It doesn't really seem like we wrap it up. And and I think- it's I, true. We talked about that a little bit with our WandaVision finale is that these- 
these shows are not self-contained stories. Yeah, they're supplemental. And so they can't have an end. That It's just a continued sort of piece of the hype culture around superhero movies is that like at the end of it, I was talking to my my dad last weekend. Uh, he waited until all of WandaVision came out, binged all of it over like two days. Uh, and so he told me, he was like, I just watched WandaVision. What was that for? And I couldn't really answer it. I was like, well, maybe Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange too. And like, Maybe White Vision will come back, but you can't really answer what was WandaVision for in the same way that you can answer, like, what was Breaking Bad for? What was True Detective for? It's right. Like, oh, that right. was a self-contained, complete story. And I don't know. I'm I'm not tired of the the Marvel things basically being long extended trailers for their next thing. But I think that that could get old pretty quickly. And I, I would really love if Marvel could find a way to end and close a narrative rather than leave it completely open. You know, I sure. think there's a happy medium. Yeah, I hear yeah. you. There's probably, there, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I hear what you're saying. It, it makes sense to me. It's it's just so funny how different, like we can watch the same thing and just feel so differently about certain elements of it. Yes. Yeah. And maybe it was just the expectation after WandaVision that I had going in of like, here's what this show is going to do. It's going to flesh out some characters and show me some cool stuff. And it did those things and I'm down. And yeah, that, no, maybe that was I, just I'm all not my saying expectation I didn't like it. was, you know? I'm not saying I didn't like it. I think right, that would be right. the thing that it puts it, it's sitting at like a seven or an eight for me. Sure. And I think the thing that would push it to a 10 would be like, oh, this this story has an ending. Like it's yeah. a definitive, this is the end of this story and we can get sequel teases for the beginning of the next story. Right. But I don't even think we get that dip. Right. Yeah. It would be, yeah, I, I think I, I feel like I can tell what you're talking about, Doge. And I think it has... We've got good examples already in the MCU because we have a lot of heroes who have a series of movies. Right. <laughs> and so I was thinking while, Far like, From Home. Well, with Captain America and Spider-Man, like we have people that their stories will continue, but this one, like it's this done. this one yeah. now is, is sure. Done. And Spider-Man so, Far From Home is a great example of that. Yeah. Of like our story completely ends by the time we get to the credits. And then we set up the next story in the credits yep. scene when when JJ reveals his identity. Right. Yeah. May may I super dump for the Do whole it. series? Do it. Uh, my super dump is uh, Sharon Carter's storyline. I don't. Yeah. I don't. It did. I thought it was going to be cool when we first saw her, and it was just kind of whatever to me. Yeah. Um. I don't. I ended up not caring that she was the power broke. Like by the end, I was like, oh, same. That's fine. Okay. I think it's because Marvel doesn't know what to do with her. Yeah, I think you're probably I think we right. Really do, like we got Emily Van Camp and she's great. And Sharon she's Carter great. is a big important character. So we should do something. Right. In the comics, it's Steve and Sharon who are the couple. Right. Uh, and it's comics. So it's not weird that she's his ex-girlfriend's great nephew. Sure. But I think, <laughs> I think the MCU pretty wisely after they kissed in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, in, in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I think they pretty wisely were like, actually, that's nasty. Steve loves Peggy forever. <laughs> that freaks from us now out. On. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're like, well, crap, what do we do now? My So my super dump definitely didn't think it would be this. But I think the collective Zemo experience. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I I But I think that's just me being like spoiled brat. Like let vibes. down? Yeah. I, I think it was still good to have… Um, that side of the superhero or the super soldier story of just being like so against it, sure. having the grin at the end when the flag smashers blow up. You know, he's like, he's still because that was his still, butler that did it. 
Yeah. He's he's still quietly the most efficient villain in the MCU. Yeah. Um, you know, it's I was listening to a, a podcast the other day and they were talking about, you know, if if Zemo like if Thanos doesn't come, then Zemo absolutely destroyed the Avengers. Like the only reason they all got back together was to fight Thanos. Like they were done. Like that yeah. was not going to be healed as quickly as it was. Right. And so yeah, Thanos got in the way of what Zemo was ultimately <laughs> mm. trying to accomplish. And so he he does have that um very much brainiac behind the scenes conniving kind of power. And I just don't think I got as much as I wanted to. And I I'm the first to say like this is totally a my sweet 16. Sure. <laughs> uh, Daddy, it's not down. the car I wanted. Yeah. yeah I agree but, with that though. I mean, sure. I think this it's notably a pretty different characterization than we got in Civil War. Uh, and I think that they did make it more comic accurate of he's a baron, you know, yeah. and, and kind of brought some of his comic book characteristics to it. But in Civil War, he's he's pretty clearly always a step ahead of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he's working his own agenda that's beneath the surface of what he appears to be doing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that he was in this show, really. Yeah, sure. I, I think uh, because the MCU has done a majority of the time, a really good job of introductions and exits of characters. When I see someone who just gets to kind of slip away when a bunch of the most capable people in the world are just in the same room, that feels lazy to me. Like that feels like, that feels like uh, writing ourselves out. Right. Even though that feels tropey for some villains that are just like, you're so enamored with each other. I'm just going to walk out. Right? That, right. That's a slap in the face to our heroes. But that's basically what he did in this, and it didn't feel. I mean, he gets caught. Obviously, he gets caught again. But sure, yeah. I think this show would have actually benefited from being shorter, having less you episodes so? to fill. Less yeah. episodes. Yeah, I Maybe think four it, episodes. Yeah, I think if they had done four episodes, more concentrated on, um, like I would say our three our three biggest things being identity, with Sam, Bucky, and John, the Flag Smashers, and. Zemo's involvement therein. Like if those were sort of our three big... I think I would have liked it better if Zemo was the power broker and he's sort of playing playing both sides, both sides. of the yeah. Flag Smashers and Sam and Bucky to get right. them to destroy each other. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. exactly what he did in Civil War, but... Sure. If there's anything we've learned from Fast broke. and Furious, uh, it's that you can be as twisty as you want, but it's not going to mean anything if we don't care about the twisty character. Right. Yeah. It's like, cool, whatever. Like, sure. we know it's not, yeah. Overall, we'll it see. feels like maybe I'm a little bit warmer on this whole season than maybe you guys feel on it. I don't know. I I definitely, I enjoyed it. I would probably set it at about an 8 or an 8.5 for me. I'm probably there too, Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about John Walker and US Agent in general. Um, I yeah. think it's going to be awesome. I think there's a lot of really good, tasty morsels here. I would say it's definitely yeah. worth... Do we do we rate the show on a scientific cinema scale? I don't remember. I think we do. I'd like Did to we? super pump, though. I haven't super oh, pumped okay. yet. Let them in. Huh? My super pump for the whole series is he must Anthony pump. Mackie. Oh, yeah. Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. Big time. Uh, I'm glad that Marvel finally gave him space to do something other mm-hmm. than fly around and be buddies with Chris Evans. Right. Mm-hmm. And say, on your left. He's great. He's fantastic. He I'm not holding his ear size against him. He's a fantastic <laughs> actor. I I just loved every second he was on screen. He's got this yeah. like 
I don't know. I can't think of I can't think of another actor off the top of my head that could replicate the sort of earnestness with which Chris Evans plays Captain America, but Anthony Mackie is doing that. Like yeah, he's, yeah. there's just something so earnest about the way he says, "I'm Captain America." Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think too. I I love him so much because, uh, and it's so meta. But like Anthony Mackie and Sam Wilson basically the only heroes asked to carbon copy to an extent replace the sunsetted avenger before them right like yeah. uh we're not going to have no one will ever there's not another iron man yes people are going to put on some stark suits and stuff i'm sure like we'll have all of that kind of stuff happen um there there'll be a new thor but it's taika's spin on it so and right. it's going to be natalie portman so it's like if we, I may, Natalie Thortman. Nice. Natalie Thortman, thank you. And nice. so we're not going to be able to like, it's not a one for one, you right. know? So it's like a, it's like someone who had to, and I think we had talked about this maybe in the last episode, of Anthony Mackie had a pretty tall order in having to show heart. Yep. That's not the yeah. easiest thing to do in a punch em up show. Right. And he did it really so thoughtfully. Yep. Um, he was He was the number one character uh, maybe up there with Wyatt Russell for me, that made me forget he was an actor. He'd be like, man, you could tell he was a great counselor. Like I legitimately right, thought that yeah. right. in the moment. Um, yeah. So yeah, when those lines start to blur between the character and the actor, they're doing a pretty good job. Now I do want to so, say, I just, I don't feel like we've talked about him enough. There's not a whole lot to say because he is kind of a side character for most of this storyline, but Sebastian Stan is always so good. Oh, I dude, mean, I don't think anybody told him it was a superhero show. Because he showed up like completely willing to bring his A game, yeah, and act his heart out, yeah, just phenomenal. He's just he's always good. I I love Bucky, man. I think he his story is so compelling. I hate that we cut away from him telling that dude's dad at the end. What I happened. had that thought too. But could we would be having a discussion about how the scene didn't live up to what we wanted it to be if they showed it, and now it kind of gets to or, be whatever we want. I don't yeah. know, man. It's tough. I don't That's know. So I don't hard. think I'm willing to give it that much of a pass. Or the shock of seeing that now that that he killed his dad. You know, like that he's just dead <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> um, killed him I was too. just I was just glad to see homie at the bar. I was like, okay, cool. So Bucky Bucky didn't. Okay, cool. Him. So he's drinking his sorrows away, knowing that his best friend <laughs> murdered his son. Great. What a happy ending for our character. <laughs> wow, Marvel. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but it's that, like, the that's another example of, like, the ending, the closing of this show. Like, we could have used another 20 minutes on this episode. Mm -hmm, sure. Because everything just, like, we're trying to to Chris Nolan montage through the end of our story, and we get, like, it's like we got to the end of the episode, and they're like, crap, we have eight minutes and, like, yeah. ten things we need to resolve. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at, at least with maybe some of the stories not feeling like they wrapped up for you, I feel like the show time frame or like the amount of time we have in a TV show series is giving us some good character development for our characters that are already recognizable. But also, it's like, I feel like I'm we're kind of getting two every episode right now. You know, mm -hmm. we, we got uh, Rambo and Agatha Harkness from WandaVision that we think yeah. are going to show up a lot more. We've got uh, John Walker now. And I think Tastes of Val, like I think this is going to oh, be considered sure. yeah. like her intro here. And so I read a thing that she's rumored she was rumored to debut in Black Widow. 
that this was uh, not yeah. supposed to be our first introduction to her. I read they that. They said it Have you guys up heard as about though the, she was important when she walked I think they the probably hallway. reshot that. Those probably aren't her feet. That's probably right. not JLD's feet in those high heels. But you don't get Julia Louis Dreyfus on accident, you know? Yeah. She's Nick Fury esque right now. I'm sure she's going to be showing up for all of these sure. uh, downtrodden wannabe yeah. heroes. Who do but, we think? Who do we think the power broker Sharon was on the phone with at the end? We're about to have access to top secret military tech because my money's on Val. So they're working together. I think so. Hmm. That would be great. I can't help but want it to be something new. I'm so I'm so down for shiny and new things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's Zemo. No, it wouldn't be Zemo. He's against that. Yeah, he would not be interested. Yeah. I don't think. So. My my honest guess is Val. My deepest, most earnest hope is Norman Osborn. Okay, Ooh. that's what I want. That's what I want. That would be amazing. Even if they're both working, even if Val and Sharon are both working for Norman Osborn, I just want it to be Norman Osborn. Played by Let Matthew me, McConaughey. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> uh, Not a joke. Think about it. It'd be great. This is, hey, this is Green Goblin, right? This is Goblin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. God, sure. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Godspeed. Spider-Man. And then he still does like the default <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, to end this episode. We got to rate. We got to rate it. We got a scientific cinema scale. Like, Go, Jordan. He's just like, introduce it how, how only you can. Itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> I make the water spout. I offered you friendship and you spat in my face. Misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen, Spider-Man. You That's said it was good. a back messenger? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we're going to rate this using science. You know the one. It's the scale time. That was almost mail time from Blue's Clues on accident. Time. <laughs> and uh, it goes a little something like this. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. About a TV show. Oops, don't lend it. Buy, Buy that, that poster. poster for our TV show. The next thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a TV show. God hath forsaken us. I buy it. Hmm. Okay. I buy it. I do think um, that to tell stories that have a a majority, if not all of it, not being like fantastical. I think the MCU, like, so Thor happens several years ago, then Doctor Strange, then Wakanda, like having all of these things, people got pretty high on that. Yep. People are like, man, this is amazing. Make sure we're giving plenty of screen time also to the sorcery fights and the magic fights and stuff like that. This feels like the first time in a while that we just kind of took a seat back and we were like, hey, what's, what's a more realistic look? Let's punch some at stuff. heroes again. Let's yeah. punch some stuff. It's a little Batman-y, yeah. you know? And so um, I think that was tough. And I, I feel, and it feels a little bit unfortunate for the timing of it. Mm. I almost wish this was before WandaVision. Yeah. But uh, I'm not rating that a majority of like, in spite of all it was working against. I do think, even as a standalone, that this was a great show. Um. I think the character development was the best of, even though we only have two examples now, uh, the collective character development was the best we've seen so far yeah. in the MCU television universe. And yeah. so I, I buy it for that reason. I'm also going to buy it. Um, but it's sort of a low buy. I buy it for the character work. 
specifically for for Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Um, I mean, they're the two leads, so of course they're the best. But they're they're really the best by a long shot. Um, it's tricky though, right? Because like compared to compared to the Marvel movies, I would say this is pretty good. Like this is, you know, maybe not uh, maybe not as good as like Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Uh, Civil War is my favorite Marvel movie. It's probably not as good as that, but it's you know it's in the top twenty five percent of Marvel movies. I would say. But as like a as like a TV miniseries, it sort of falls flat to me, mm. uh, and so that's why I'm that's why I'm <laughs> only gonna buy it. That's the second highest <laughs> thing I could rate it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I um, I've never done this before. I'm gonna rent this movie from Blockbuster, but uh, just keep watching it and forgetting to return it to the point where mm-hmm. they end up just charging the credit card until I own it. You're going to accidentally buy it. So I'm going to accidentally <laughs> buy it. So I am ultimately yeah. going to land it to buy it. It's a low buy it. This is this is absolutely absolutely a blast to watch. Uh, I think it's important. I think this is this is probably something that I would call my guess is that we're going to end up calling required viewing to move forward with the full MCU storyline. Like it feels like this yeah. This is going to have maybe more bearing on character than WandaVision did moving forward. WandaVision's going to have a lot to do with world Whereas this, I feel like, is going to have a lot more to do with character. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to ultimately land it, buy it for this one. But it's it's kind of a low buy. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. even think about, like... I mean, if in the next Avengers movie, Anthony Mackie shows up in this suit... Right. Did we have to watch him get it? Or did we just do we just know that'll happen? Because we all knew watch- this would happen at the end of Endgame anyway. Right. You know? I knew the next time we saw him in an Avengers movie, he would be dressed like this. Right. His ears hanging out and everything. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I I, I definitely appreciate, uh, although it was six episodes, the fact that we don't have to assume his current standing with with race in the nation. Yeah. So it's 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 out there, and people had cameras on yeah. national worldwide TV. But yeah, to end this episode with that suit, let's talk about that suit. Um, Falcon Falcon has wings. We all know it. He's got the wings. Those those are the vibranium addition to the new suit. Uh, give me. Uh, an animal adjacent uh, Wakanda created suit for you as a superhero. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't really need the superhero name or anything. Let's let's start off just with the foundation. What are we working with here? I'm Carter. And uh, I'm gonna have a tail, but it's gonna be it's gonna be Doc Ockish a little bit. By the way, are Doc Ox uh, are his claws vibranium? Are his are those vibranium? No. Not usually, no. I feel like every strong metal is vibranium. Like every strong metal is vibranium. Every medicine that makes you strong, superhero serum. In the comics, um, it's either going to be vibranium or adamantium. So Nice. I'm, I'm most successful around trees, though. Mm. <laughs> so if we're like in the open plane, like that's my, because that's my, I can't be swinging like I would want to be. But I'm going to have this tail that does a little bit of everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. What animal? What animal is the tail based on? It's like a monkey tail. Like okay. a lemur? Yeah. Cool. I'm Doge, uh, and I'm a superhero called the Molecorn, and it's a mole unicorn. And basically, what they've done is taking mole digging mole digging technology, and they've put it in a big drill on top of my head, and Ooh. I tunnel I tunnel like Bugs Bunny does, um, and that's my only power. So it is not very helpful in terms <laughs> of achieving worldwide justice or anything like that. But I do move very fast, 
uh, in a subterranean sort of manner. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> the Underminer. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's called is a bear suit and. <laughs> Mine's it's called as a bear suit. It Does looks, it have any powers or is it just big and fuzzy? No, no, no. It looks nor- It looks like a superhero suit. Like it fits my body. Except for my body looks really strong. Not normal right now body. <laughs> it looks. It makes me look really strong like a bear. Uh, but it's a normal suit. But then when I press a button Take a somewhere nap. on it, it, it blows up to the side. It's my own cave for me to hibernate in. <laughs> Oh, and I can take amazing. It's exactly the <laughs> right temperature. Kidding. Is soft. It's pitch black, and it's bulletproof, so I can nap anywhere completely safely. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to catch a snooze while those around you are dying, or I was thinking, you can. I was thinking like uh, on the highway. I'm tired. <laughs> Just yeah. take a nap. Perfect. Just there's just now this obstruction in the middle of a major highway. <laughs> Yeah, but and no one can but reach the, you. The power to safely and securely snooze down whenever you want. People don't think about that. Gosh, that's People underrated. Don't think I'm about thinking about that. it right it actually now. Actually, does I sound that. pretty I can't nice. Stop thinking. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.